millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Sunday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcast with, well, me. Andy Goldstein. And we kick things off with Robert Page's Wales side getting dumped out of the Euros. Yeah, dumped after losing, well, getting annihilated against Denmark in the round of 16 over in Amsterdam. The match, of course, obviously, was live on TalkSport. It's ended here with a heavy defeat in the knockout phase. No glorious run to the last four this time, and Wales are out of the European Championship. I thought we got off to a tremendous start. I thought we were the better team for 25 minutes. They had to change their shape because they couldn't cope with our three midfielders. You know, the goals changed games. I think their first shot on target was in the back of the net. Infield onto the right foot. Excellent goal from Kasper Dolberg. He returns to the Amsterdam Arena with a moment of real quality. The second one was, for me, a blatant foul on Keith Moore. It's not given. Sometimes you get the rubber of green, sometimes you don't. It goes up the other end. Nico's clearance falls straight to the play and it's in the back of the net and you're 2-0 down. We made changes to try to get us a foothold in the game again. It wasn't to be. I do feel that we got a little bit found out today. I think that we didn't really have a tactical switch which we could go and change the game. We were a bit one-dimensional. That was probably the most disappointing thing. So that's something we can learn for going into tournament football next time to have something we can change to and hopefully be able to change a game which was going away from us and we never managed to get it back. Fouls Mailer and Wilson is off. Straight red card. Wales' second successive dismissal in the Euros. It was a petulant challenge from Harry Wilson. Ball of frustration. Gareth Bale refused to be drawn on his international future after Wales were knocked out of Euro 2020 by Denmark. The boys are frustrated. The boys are angry. It's understandable and um, I'd rather us go out like that kicking and screaming than than laying off and doing nothing. Just quickly on Gareth Bale, on Aaron Ramsey, on Joe Allen, you know, coming to the end of their time in international football, some of them, do you think they can go again? Do you think there is the energy, the vigour in those three and the rest of this squad to maybe push for a place at the World Cup next year? They're in a group with Belgium and the Czech Republic. Do they still have more to give to you? Of course, yeah. If they, if they sat in front of me now, I'd say to them, you've just got to keep playing as long as you can. Because these days, like you never get days like this in your life. Being out on that pitch tonight are like special days in your life, and, you, and you're a long time retired. 35, 36, that's it. Gareth Bale's 31. Keep going. He's still, he's still a class act. And Wales are limping out of the tournament now. We've lost the manager. Robert Page steps in. We've got no fans allowed to go to the grounds. They're travelling all over the place. So things were stacked against us. So you've got to be proud of what they've done. Not like we can pick holes and say. 
this was wrong, this was wrong. Considering we've got 15 players who are not playing at the highest level, we've done great to get out of the group stages. So, well done to all of them. It's just Danish fans wherever you look. I mean, it's meant to be the red wall of Wales. It's definitely a wall of red, but they're all supporting Denmark. We had somewhat of a, a, a rough start, to put it mildly. Um, and to see the way that the nation has come together, the again, the support to come to a different country, to see it's that many... Danish flags in the streets when we were driving to the stadium on our walk this morning seeing all all the Danish fans everywhere is it, it's unique and and I think it reminds us why we actually play football from when we're children we we play football because it's it's a team sport we have teammates who are there for us when things happen and I think that's what the Danish team has shown is is that we you know we, we stand together and we uh, we help each other in, in in the hardest moments on now to Roberto Mancini's Italy, who beat Austria in the round of 16. This is how it sounded on TalkSport. And Italy are through after extra time. They make it 12 successive wins, 31 games unbeaten. Austria in the second half found another gear, found another two gears, three gears. They Honestly, the energy that they showed in that second period was outstanding. The subs made the difference. Yeah. I think the fact that he was able to make as many changes as he did against Wales, and then the fact that he was able to bring on fresh legs from the bench, and of course the two goals they scored were both from substitutes. Piazza's free right-hand side, tries to bring it down with his head, gets the shot in, brilliant goal! Federico Chiesa, they've finally broken the deadlock! I think the strength of the squad showed today, and that's been the difference actually between the two sides. Austria were getting in behind their midfielders, yeah, and they weren't really the sort of midfielders who can get back and get the ball. No. You know, Verratti, Jorginho, they're not really winning the ball back sort a of midfielders. A bit more quality from Austria, they might have had Exactly, a bit. so if they're playing a Belgium, Hazard and Lukaku are running at them, I think they're going to be in big trouble Italy, and they've not really played anyone. You know, Austria, give them a go today yeah. and give them a lot of trouble. So Italy aren't going to be my favourites to win it. Over now to the England camp with just two days to go until the mahoosive game against the Germans. The manager, Gareth Southgate, is set to remain as gaffer beyond the World Cup in Qatar next year. However, Tony Cascarino isn't convinced that Southgate is tactically astute enough to win the Euros. I think he's going to have to face challenges that only the very best decision makers who can make a change to the outcome of a game, and that's what Gareth has to prove to the English public, that he can make a decision. I thought Croatia in the semi-final of 18, I thought England were fine in the first half, Croatia tinkered with their team, Gareth didn't quite react to what they'd done and they paid the ultimate penalty and getting knocked out by Croatia in 2018. They're the challenges he's going to have to overcome. It's another goal! Hungary have scored! Schaefer, would you believe it? They've gone up the other end and Hungary lead Germany once more. If England get beaten by, in my opinion, a very average German team, you know, I'm reading the papers today, it's a 50-50 game yeah. by many, and I'm like, really? How's that 50-50 when England playing at Wembley against a very average German team? I certainly see England as the favourites and shouldn't fear anything. Apart from, I would say, a terrible performance by Portugal against Germany, yes, Germany punished them, but Germany haven't particularly been very good and they've got out of jail in their group. This is not a 50-50 game. England are, for me, firm favourites. And this is the England centre forward Dominic Calvert-Lewin, or DCL, as he's known to his mates, on Southgate and how he's brought a fresh feel to the England team. I think he's had a massive impact. I think he's... He's modernised the way that, that England play and he's incorporated. You know, you look at the, the age 
range that's in the team now. There's a lot of young players, but also experienced in at, at the same time. So I think that the style that we play now is much more modern and he kind of encourages us to play with freedom and my instructions when I first came into the into the England setup was you know to continue doing what I've been doing for my club here and that's all you really need to, to kind of take confidence from that and staying with DCL no one really calls him that do they he thinks out of form striker Harold Kane will come good in the knockout stages and so do I for what it's worth which is of course nothing it's Kane oh he's missed it sliding in far post of course you know he, he's got undeniable quality and I think he leads the line he's the captain so he's probably the first person people look at to kind of criticise but he's done it consistently for a few seasons now so I've got no doubt that you know he'll, he'll perform on the big stage now it's down with the three lines. This is Brighton defender Ben Wyatt with our very own England correspondent, the wonderful Faker Others, on how the past month has been for him. You know, even before that, playing in the Premier League for the first time this season, that was a, obviously a massive achievement for me. And um, yeah, to, to be anywhere near an England team is um, absolutely amazing for me. I want to kind of go back to your, your youth career because we're doing a piece on Talk Sport, looking at academies and, and how players have come through. And you, of course, started your career at, at Southampton. How did the club originally kind of help develop your tactical and technical skills? Yeah, I went, I went there when I was seven, I think. Obviously, football's fun then. I don't think you really know if you're going to make it at that age. You don't know if you're, you're good enough. But when I got to 16 and I did get released, it was um, it was kind of like a, a kickstart again. I think when I was at Southampton, I didn't have any confidence. Obviously, the way I play now, it's with a lot of confidence, and it's probably the opposite to how I used to be. And I think that come from coming through Brighton, the coaches and um, the people who believed in me there uh, really helped me. Bright lights, said it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. If England win the Euros, Darren Bent has said that he'll dye his hair blonde. Declan Rice and Jaden Sancho said they'd have their first ever beer. Jack Grealish has decided he's going to go to Vegas for the first time. Jordan Pickford said he'd go with him as well. So what will you do if England win the Euros? I'll do all of them. (laughs) Every single one. (laughs) Brilliant. So you dye your hair, go to Vegas. Or would you just do it all in Vegas? Yeah, I'd just do it all in Vegas, yeah. Now, a reminder, TalkSport's exclusive live coverage of the British and Irish Lions Tour is underway after they beat Japan over on TalkSport 2. All eight games in South Africa, including the three tests against the World Cup holders, are only on the TalkSport network. However, there was some bad news for the Lions with captain Alan Wynne-Jones ruled out the tour after picking up a dislocated shoulder. After the match, head coach Warren Gatland spoke to TalkSport 2. Seven minutes played on tour and the captain is down and we're talking about Alan Wynne-Jones. We're talking about 148 Wales caps. This would not be a great start. Uh, He's been around rugby long enough and uh, he's going to be gutted, but... uh... Yeah, it is, it is very disappointing for him. And, uh, but, you know, it's kind of like one of those things you've got to put that behind you and, uh, and move on as quickly as you possibly can. And Captain Alan Wynne-Jones has been ruled out after picking up a dislocated shoulder. His uh, shoulder went back uneasy, but the prognosis of him being fit and very, very, very best case scenarios he might be able to get for the first test. So it looks like he's going to go and get scanned, but uh, we just had a chat and uh, we're looking that we're going to have to replace him. 
On now to domestic football issues, and this is Everton legend Neville Southall on Rafa Benitez, who is close to becoming the next Toffees boss. Neb thinks the Spaniard, having managed Liverpool, won't get any time from the Everton fans. What is he hoping to achieve by going to Everton? I think he's he's got balls of steel. If he goes in there and he doesn't do well after six games, it's going to be absolute mayhem. When you look at the squad, the squad needs building up. It needs a bit more pace. And yet he's going to come in and turn that round. And my fear for Rafa is people going to give him the, the time that he needs to turn it round on. If it was anybody else, they'd have a bit of time. Him coming with his baggage from Liverpool... I don't think he's been given the time by the fans that any other person would get. He's got to create a miracle within six, seven weeks. And talking about facts. The fans have already put stuff outside the stadium, yeah. flags saying that they don't want him. Yeah, yeah. You can't, this This is like, if I'm an owner, I'm thinking, you're already going to put the manager under so much pressure anyway. And from Benitez's point of view, I think it's shocking from him. Where's his loss? It's Liverpool. Paul, you're an Everton fan, yeah? I am, yeah. Come yeah. on, Paul. What do you want to say, mate? We've got a ready-made manager, Duncan Ferguson. And if you look at the uh, history, the most successful Everton managers were all ex-players. Kendall, Catrick, Royal. Come on, what's wrong with Big Duncan? You need to have Duncan there. And I think why they want Duncan there is is because, again, the loyalty he's shown over the, over the past God knows how many years as a player, as a captain, as a coach, and now assistant manager, they know he can take over the team. And we finish with the former Wales striker Dean Saunders recalling his former captain Vinnie Jones trying to intimidate the Dutch and it not quite going to plan as they went on to lose 7-1. Yeah, probably the worst idea Vinnie Jones has had since agreeing to being gone in 60 seconds. That was when uh, Vinnie Jones walked out of the team, uh, the the national anthems and he he went in front of the the Dutch players and I mean it was seed off. Burkamp, Frank De Boer, Ronald De Boer, <laughs> and he stood in front of him, Vinny, and he went, yeah. "Do you want some? Do you want some?" <laughs> and then about when they were seven-one up, Seedorf turned round to him on the bench and said, "Do you want some? You've just got some." <laughs> <laughs> That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Don't forget, of course, to bosh that subscribe button. Yeah, that's it. Bosh it, whack it, smack it, hit it hard. Whatever you do, just press it. Coming up today, we have got 5pm sees Netherlands take on the Czech Republic. That's on TalkSport, presented by Dan Wendell. At 8pm, it's Belgium against Portugal, also on TalkSport, a mahusive game. One you should not miss. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.